0: Town is happening. I'm that. I'm have Thank you very much for that, Ian. Right, I can take it from here. Why does it sound different? I don't know, but let's keep going. People deluded, I'm back again. First things first, appreciative to all of you lot tuned in later time than usual. I just had some life admin to take care of, but you know, I said I'd be live and I am, as usual. Whether you're locked in on Twitch, YouTube, what have you, appreciative to all of you that are again. I hope you're all well and safe with this week. Maybe you lot disagree because everyone's different, but. This week in particular has flown by, isn't it? So I hope you lot are having a progressive week. First things first, I hope you and your loved ones are healthy and things without health. We ain't got nothing. Then, yeah, where your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations, dreams, all of that stuff, hopefully it's ticking over and you're moving that much closer. If you're on YouTube, smash the like button. If you're on Twitch, smash the like button. If you're on YouTube, follow on Twitch. If you're on Twitch, follow on YouTube, people. You lot make the platform. So any talking points, et cetera, that you have or any questions or anything, it's an all-inclusive thing in it, you know. Make sure you're getting them in. And once again, for like the 55th time, appreciative to all of you lot supporting the thing. Um. So, yeah, CeeLo, appreciative. K, you're right, man. You know, we had Daily Dusan. Now we've got Minutely Mudrick. Again, we know how it probably ends. Hopefully it ends in a positive one. It's not the same with Rafina and Neto and, to a degree, Douglas, Louise, and, you know, a few years ago, Zaha. Again, hopefully we get Woodrick, you know, if we don't get him, get somebody else in it because we tried, didn't it? I know a lot of people have a lot to say and I think Arsenal fans, you can't have it in both ways. You can't want the team to bring in players either in January or the summer that lift us, that give us a boost and then say, oh, what about Martinelli? What about Saka? What about this? What about that? You know, Arteta needs headaches, you know. One good thing I've liked of this season already he's got headaches, good headaches, you know, respectfully to Socrates, Mustafi, you know, Lacazette's lack of goals because he's not in there. You know, we've had some players that are bad headaches. Now he's got good headaches. Smith Rowe comes back 8, 10, out. Out wide, how do you play him? You know, how do you, you know? I've always said I wish we had twelve players. We could play twelve players on the best of days. Because for me, Smith Rowe should always be in the team. But yeah, Smith Rowe or Martinelli, Saka or whoever, long term. Jesus and whoever, long term. Midfield, long term. Obviously, Tommy Yasu for me. If you're naming Arsenal's strongest eleven, gun to your head, you need to win this or you're gonna die. Tommy in there, but based on this season, he's not exactly. So we need these headaches. And the best thing for Saka and Martinelli and all these guys to do is play well and you play. And, you know, if Demla and long-term Saliba, if they've got all this potential that fans claim they have, and one day we become what we used to do or be better, you know, like anyone that wants to be winning Champions League, winning Premier League, challenging for major honours and whatnot, or I believe Martinelli's got potential to one day play for Real Madrid and and, and numerous ones. What do you think is going to happen when you rock up at them teams? You know, again, City's not quite Real Madrid, but look at City. It don't matter if they, if how good you are. You know, obviously there's certain players that are always going to play now. Harland, if fit, there will be a day that it will be fit and Pep might say it's a false nine thing. Kevin's always going to play. There's a couple of players that are part of the furniture, but every now and again there's Bernardo Silva. I think's forced his way into that as well now. But historically in the last few years at City, Gundogan, Sterling, Mahrez, Bernardo, Phil, Phil Folden, they've all forced their way into the lineup and given uh, Pep positive headaches. That's what you need. Competition breeds the best of people and competition can bring these guys to the next level. And as much as I like Saka Martinelli saying their names specifically because they're wingers, you know, I'm not loyal to them. I'm loyal to Arsenal Football Club. If you can bring players in that are better or have potential to be on par and offer something to the club, only an idiot wouldn't want that in all aspects, really and truly. So if we want to be a competitive team, we need that. And what Saka played 50-odd times last season or, or in the last couple of years, he's played over 50 times. You know, you factor in the England, the England commitments he has and whatnot. You need this, you know, really. We need these headaches, especially as we're... I think we are getting squad depth. We haven't quite got squad depth... Um, At this moment in time, we've got it in certain areas, but... Yeah, man, I, I, if, if, whether it's Madrid, the dream would be the, the don from Napoli for me or anybody else, man. You know, you give it a year or six months in the summer, there's going to be a new, if we don't get Madrid, there's a new winger that everyone's an expert on that some people want, some people don't, et cetera, et cetera, If you haven't smashed the like button, please make sure you've done such people. So we'll have to see how it develops, man, really, if I'm completely honest with you. Uh, what's this? Sorry, YouTube is talking to me. it is I'm wrong with my title see the problems that arrive sorry folks we won't be able to carry on if i don't sort this pardon me All right, we're back again, folks. That should be that. So yeah, man, it is what it is. Again, I want comp I want competition. You need competition. If we're gonna be a team which Liverpool historically they've been speaking of it in the last few years, City, and you want to challenge for all trophies. Again, it's probably um it is incredibly unrealistic for everyone to win everything. But if we want to go as far as we can at this moment in time in the FA Cup, as far as we can in the Europa League, as far as we can in terms of Premier League places and things like that, we need you need depth. And I don't want um I've I'm not trying to be that guy and say it because I don't want to speak it into existence, but injuries can happen at any moment in time. Shout out to Bakayo Saka as well, because I read an article that he's paid for um, a new a, a number of um, sick kids in, in Nigeria to get uh, necessary treatment and surgery and all of those sort of things, man. That's a, that's a real guy, really, you know, so just forget all of that. That's a good person, really. So, yeah, we need this. But, yeah, it is Minutely Mudruk. You know, again, he's. He, I've seen his face too much now, and every one of my thumbnails probably his name's there, his face is there. It's long, man. 100 million for Mudrik, No thanks. Let's go for Gap. I mean, well, he knows it. Shakta knows it. Every club that's going to buy him knows it. No one's paying, spend, spending 100 million at this moment in time on Mudrik. It, you know, if he, if they did, and he does the business and he shows he's a quality player, then fair enough. But respectfully, you can't be spending 100 million on someone playing in the Ukrainian league. There's two, and don't. People in this day and age with the cancel culture, they'll hear that and start moving mad, really. We all know I'm not referring to certain things, but 100 million quid, you know, for someone that ain't played in one of the top five European leagues. Again, if you're an expert on Shakhtar, Ukrainian football, and Mudrik, then fair enough. But to the wider scale scale of things, there's too many question marks. The case study isn't that big. You know, Every everyone in their dog, oh my God, Mudric scored in the Champions League. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. How big is the case study? You know, what is his weaknesses? I can't answer this. I'm no expert on him. What's his weaknesses? Because again, his strengths are one thing. Of course, your strengths are what stand out. If you're fast, if you've got technical ability, can you play short, you know, short foot, short passes? Can you play long passes? Can you run into space? You know, for Mikel Arteta, what are you like off the ball? Not just offensively, but defensively. But what's his weaknesses? You know, if you just work on your strengths in life, you're not going to... You will get better, but you're not going to get better than if you work on your weaknesses. And that goes for everyone. There's no point waffling about Smith-Rose, Saka, Martinelli's strengths. By all means, we should. I want to. But they're not going to get to the next level. If a man's a goal scorer, but his general play isn't that good, man, I for work on his general play, or oh, he, he, he could still be an elite goal scorer still do what he needs to do, but it's not going to quite be there, really. And that goes for everybody. Sorry, people. i am turned my family. Like, you know... If Cristiano Ronaldo, historically, just because his name's in the papers and whatnot, you know, with Piers Morgan, if he just worked on his strengths, where would he be? Obviously, you need to work on your strengths. And you always hear me say, take the good and make it great. But your weaknesses. So I'm all for this, not just Mudrik, anyone, because again, you know, we are scoring a lot of goals so far this season. But I don't look around our team and say there's confirmed goal scorers. So if we can bring in another one that's of that sort of level, then... Yeah, man, because as Mikel Arteta has said, we need to be bagging 90 to 100 goals if we want to do serious things. So a next winger can bring us into that. I'm a bit pessimistic on our chances of bringing in a winger in January. You never know. I want to be surprised. You know, maybe it's a good omen because when we was first linked with Aubameyang way back when, I didn't think we was going to get him in January. So we did. So hopefully, you know, we do. But for me, I would say, personally speaking... Can we just sort out midfield? And if you can get a winger, I'm all for it. Both should be a priority. But if you offered me end of January, you know, only one could come in. I'm probably going to lean more to a central midfielder because I do think if Shaka Partey, any of them aren't there, and I'd actually extend that to El Nene, who's just back from an injury. Where we're, I don't want to say we're in trouble, but we're, we're at a disadvantage, really. And then you're crossing the territory of what, you know, the Smith-Rose, the Vieras the Odegaards, these guys are going to, you know, Zinchenko potentially these lot are going to have to play that eight role. Mikel Arteta is going to have to slightly tweak things. Maybe go with, maybe just be a, obviously, if we name all our attacking players, we still have to defend. But maybe, you know, filter in and, and, and factor, factor that in and just go hard in other areas rather than try and mask our weaknesses. So I do think we need a midfielder. He wants to leave Shakhtar and Shakhtar are making it difficult. Having a high price means high pressure on the kid. It's You're right. But again, what I would say is, you know, I don't know Shakta, but at some degree they're going to need to stop the capping in it and get down to business. Now he's under contract, I believe, until 2025. So they're in a great position of strength. You know, clearly he wants to move. I'm not going to say he wants to move to Arsenal, but I mean this is what you call twerking for a move, you know, and obviously a lot of it is centred around Arsenal, he spoke to Ben Jacobs, he's given an interview with Zinchenko's wife, who plays for Arsenal, both Ukrainians, so maybe Zinchenko's gearing up for a director of football role when his career's done, there's that, obviously his agent has spoken, we're going to get into it, but he's apparently hit out at the 100 million thing, and he's all, you know, him and his agent are specific, well, he's been a bit more diplomatic and said, oh, you know, I'll give my all. I would like to play in these leagues, that leagues. His agent's been very specific in saying he's outgrowing it, needs a new challenge. So they all know they're not getting 100 million. But you can't blame Shakta for wanting to get the highest price. If you've got an item that is wanted by everybody, especially the top five leagues, especially England, because, you know, you can see the riches of the Premier League. go. You know, football's filled with riches. But the Premier League money, sometimes just being in it, dwarfs a lot of leagues so if he's going to be sold to you know to a european market or an england market you're going to want to drive up the price they don't i'm sure they care where he goes but to a degree they can't you know their job is to get the best deal you know, he's come through your academy, I, I, I believe, and been at some other clubs. You sold him for decent money. Poster boy of Ukrainian football. Go live your dream. Let's take this money. Let's reinvest to what we're doing and try and develop the next Mudrik. Whether that, when I say next Mudrik, you know, it could be a winger, it could be a young centre mid, because there are some decent Ukrainian footballers on the scene in in and about. Now, Mudrik's the poster boy, but smash the like button. If we could get it done, fair play, man. Yearly Yuri, who's Beko, Udinese, centre half, right footed. You know what he's. I'm not educated on him like that. But from what I remember, six foot odd, right footed, decent defender, a bit prone to moments of madness. But yeah, man. Don't forget daily Danilo. Boy, I even forgot about Danilo. You're right still, Danilo. That's another one. Smash the likes as you enter, people. Come on. We love centre-backs instead of tens now. What a change. Just hope we don't get leaked to everyone in his dog. Nobby, I think it's too late. We've already been there, my guy, and we're going to keep getting it. But, you know. The dream is free, the hustle is sold separately, everybody's going to get linked with everybody, everyone gets linked with moves, you know, very very small percentage of these paper talks transpire into an actual move happening there clearly is legs to the Madrid one going back to the summer and the numerous you know, the numerous talking he's done, you know maybe it's he wants to move to Arsenal or my opinion, he'll just go to the best project he feels and he's got admiration for Arsenal the more he keeps talking about Arsenal, that might alert the Brentfords, the Evertons, the Nieces, the Newcastles, the Sevillas, the Man United's, the Liverpools, bro, this guy's been linked with more teams than than I can count. So yeah, man, Saka is a real G. DG, not to be a smart-ass, but we we say we cannot trust Italian journalists. I say that. But the ironic thing is Fabrizio is an Italian journalist. I hear that. And I wouldn't say necessarily specifically to journalists. I don't really trust the Italian media just because, you know, Locatelli, Vlahovic, Xhaka, probably many more than I can count. But Fabrizio's the guy. He's the oracle, isn't And He's clearly got some sources in there and everywhere, but who really knows? Again, a lot of transfers and things like that, this, uh, you know, in the last few years, almost when you see it on Sky Sports or the papers, which was traditionally it. Like, I'm only 27, but I remember, like, you had to look at the back of a newspaper or look on teletext for someone to move. Now, people are tracking flights, all of these sort of things, really. So, you know, it is what it is. We're, we're all we're all in touch. But at the same time, no one really knows anything. Of course, Fabio Vieira isn't the best case study because, respectfully to him, it were not like he was a hot commodity. But it felt like, to me, my experience, I just woke up one day, looked on my phone, oh, all right, Fabio Vieira signing. Then obviously we had the Gab Jesuses and Zinchenkos, probably Gab Jesus more so where it's, it's in the pipeline for a while now. We're moving in that direction. So it is what it is. Arsenal fans are allergic to competition. You even need it in your life to elevate your own levels. Amen. I want Arsenal to be like... What? SSN City? I don't know what that is. Goals come from anyone and everyone makes man-marking difficult for the opposition. Amen. And we say that, you know, again... We're moving in the right direction. People talked about Odegaard scoring and he clearly could get a lot more goals and assists, but he's our top Premier League goal scorer at this moment in time. Um, for me, the biggest thing I want to see with Odegaard is what he's starting to do is just control the games, man. Make it the Odegaard show. You are the technical hub. You probably are going to be an eight for this football club one day. Um, so, yeah, bear man in the stream and not enough likes. Like up the thing, red. You're a nice guy. See, you're an even better nice guy as well. Well, same level, but yeah, please hit the like button, guys, for DG. It's, it's for that. It's for the engagement levels. It's for the YouTube algorithm to start getting us out there, man. Arsenal forever. If we... I assume you mean if we sign Gatpo, Telemans and Danilo and Jam, we could win the FA Cup and go down to the wire and fight for the league. I hear that, you know, but out of the three names you said in terms of... And even then, I'm being a bit harsh to Telemans, but out of the all three names you said, the only one I'm kind of expecting to hit the ground running is Telemans because you've been in this league. You're 25, 26... You've been there, done it, wore the T-shirt. You're in good form. You know, Gapol's developing well if we, you know, so if we did sign him, but he's still in that kind of... So is Telemans, but he's in that development phase. I kind of would rank Telemans in the same realm of, the to a degree, of the Gab Jesus's, the Odegaards, the Zinchenkos, where you still need to develop, but you can kind of hit the ground running. Gapo and Danilo... I'd obviously want them to play well and all of these sort of things, but I'd kind of temper my expectations of what is remaining of the season, if I'm honest, especially Danilo, because respectfully to the Brazilian league, he'd have to be going, he'd be, there's even, even, it's, it's a massive jump from Holland in Gatpo's case to the Premier League, but it's an even bigger jump from Brazil to obviously the Premier League. So I'll give him, I'll give him that sort of thing. Obviously all of them would have to adapt to Mikel Arteta's tactics, what they demand of the gaffer and things for someone like Danilo, who's, in his early 20s, lived in Brazil. You There's a lot he'd have to do to adapt off the field. And for them, Brazilian youths, Arsenal seems to be the best place. You've got Big Gabby, you've got Small Gabby, Gab Jesus, you've got Gabriel Martinelli. You know, he's linked with a move away, but Portuguese speaker in Cedric, you know, Marquinhos is there. There's that there, You can be part of it. You, obviously, we've got a couple of Brazilian women as well for on our teams, on the women's team. So, yeah, there'll be a lot of adaptation on and off the field in all fragments for them as well. But bring them, man. You know, the stronger squad, the more competitive squad, the more likely we are to achieve what we can dare to dream in it. Interesting to see the parallels between Mudrick and Ronaldo doing interviews, ultimately angling for moves. I hear that. Arsenal to win the Champions League at Wembley next season would love it, but man, I don't know. Please not get pole the dude is a donkey now, nah, man. I, I didn't read really him at first. Now I'm starting to take him in, man. DG, do you think if Newcastle get Mudrick, it would be regrettable for us? Well, the last man that we wanted that they got in Bruno Guimaraes was was so potentially, but our loss would be their gain. Put the bread down, you get your player in it. Now, for Arsenal, everyone's got a price, but also sometimes the price isn't always right. So, for me, clearly we like this guy, Gatpo. Um, Gatpo, sorry, we like him as well. Mudrick, clearly we like him. Clearly we see something in him. Clearly we are and Edu, see his strengths and his weaknesses. Clearly he fits the profile we're kind of saw it, trying to go for in terms of a winger. But at what point do you walk away from it? And if you do walk away, who else are you going to get? I'm not saying that to say there's no one else, but just as for me, you know, because, again, I do f- like the admiration of we're kind of learning. You know, sometimes we're prepared to walk away. In the previous two uh two, season, two uh windows, sorry, specifically January last year, we walked away from certain things and we kind of left our squad short. But at the same time, unless it's Lionel Messi and them kind of man, there's always someone else, isn't it? Still not 100 likes, man. Engagement levels are dead. We keep moving, though. We keep moving. Oh gosh, why is Twitch open? Well, Twitch is supposed to be open, but Twitch manager is supposed to be open. Not okay. Now I can see what's going on in Twitch. Love that DG is gave is is rating Gappo a little bit. No, nah, I like him. I thought he was good, but it was Banduli. Now you're still Banduli, but I see I see the angle. I don't know for the striker thing. You know, I think the wing is your thing, but I like I like him, man. It wouldn't, he looks all right, man. What signings would you make in Jan? For me, I'd go for Gakpo and Didi and another winger. Oh, two wingers. I'm here for it. But talk about having your cake and eat it. And Didi, I'm not convinced, man. Good player, you know, ball-winning midfielder. But in terms of progressive passes, in terms of the level of concentration, I've never really been convinced, if I'm completely honest with you. Never really been convinced. For a certain price, you know, if you could get him for a deal, whatever you would define a deal, then fair play, do your thing. But not really rating it, really, man. Obviously, our squad's, you know, he's better than Lokonga at this moment in time. So, if we're, if, the, if we're going to, you know, look at the ball, which is, you know, in hell at the moment in terms of the six, excluding Partey and one love to El Nene, then cool, is it? I was saying pulled back in the summer. Maybe I'm being harsh, but something about these chatty-patty players doing bare for a move. Man said that... Interview with Zinchenko's wife, let the footy do the talk. And if you're good enough, then we'll come get you. I hear that, Dino. But you are being harsh, man. You are being a bit harsh, man. He's entitled to talk. And he's like someone said, it's a bit different than Ronaldo. But my man's angling for the move, innit? Like clearly, he wanted to go in the summer for me. And then he probably said, you know, I'll get my head down. We try to revisit it in January. January is a difficult time to do business. But I hear that. Mudrik ain't the end and be all. There's ballers out there, especially after the World Cup, could be a few additions. And to be fair, Dino, bro, there should be 20, 30 names of players of all different variations. And that was in the summer. We was linked with Rafinha, who's not really Prem Proven, but Prem Proven. Pedro Neto been on the scene for a while. And then was obviously linked with Mudrika, and then more elementary sort of development phase players. So from established names to stuff like that is what it is. Might as well get Kayate, <laughs> man said indeedy. Would you take Kante on a free summer? Nah, man. Can- Uncle's done, man. He's done. Uncle's done, man. Uncle's done. He's always injured. He's like 30 something as well. Brother, like it's not, it don't make sense. Kante's a quality player. If you was getting the historical Kante of only a madman would say no, but injured too much, you know, gonna want a certain length of contract and certain money because his career is career is winding down. For me, I want a bit more long-termism because I'm not saying Gak, uh, Kante couldn't come here and do a do a job for a couple of years. Neither am I saying Partey, El Nene or Xhaka not as well. But there's not really long-termism in the midfield. The one that is, as as in pure centre mid, Odegaard, Sinchenko, Dierra, Smith-Rowe, they can all be groomed to play eight and stuff, as well as other roles. But guys in the squad right now, pure centre mid options that are more likely to play in that pivot, what you've got, Lukonga. Parte Xhaka, El Nene. So three of them are all three of them are on the wrong side of 20. They're all approaching 30 now. There's no real long-term guys there. Like you see, long-term in defense, and obviously offensively in the final third positions. Um, there's not really that. And the one guy that there is, Lokonga, we don't we, we we don't know innit. I, I'm gonna retain faith in him. I like him, but we, there's a lot of question marks. Let's sign for Gondo Torres if Mudric is expensive, and that's another one. we all we'll forgot. That's another one, maybe. Maybe they're two different entities and we're going for we're going for both of them because they could have got different strengths. Maybe it's either or you would imagine the Fogando Torres one is a bit easier, the price is a bit more nice up to the pockets. But yeah, I like Sacco Fufano, man. He's got an engine, he's got all these things that I want in an Arsenal midfielder. he's at 27, 28. They want 35 million. He was apparently going to PSG um in the summer. He's got a new agent, so clearly he's angling for a move either in January or next summer. Pardon me. There's, got, there's gems everywhere and there's got to be in France, man. You know, whatever the French society is putting in the water, they're always producing quality players, man. I'd rather sign Zaha or Morris for free than the MLS guy. Bit harsh, you know. I mean, I'm having Morris I'm having Zaha, but it feels like the Zaha boat's gone. Jacob Ramsey's very cold. Mm, 100 million, they don't want to sell him. And they could probably, could you know, devil's advocate, they might be pricing him out of a potential move in the summer. I mean, in January, for, to, to say, you know what, summer is your thing. Sengare of PSV will be a good backup. I mean, he fits the physicality. He's all right. I hear it. But what's stopping him from doing up Piers Morgan when he comes to Arsenal and Madrid? Barca comes sniffing. I hear it, though. My bad. Big up like the vid people. Nothing. If he's chatty, bro, you're right, DJ. If he's on the chatty thing, he's on the chatty thing, innit? it? But we're not privy to all the facts, really. Maybe he's always wanted to move. Maybe, again, this is all coordinated. Like, there's there's... Manager, first it started off a bit more humble, oh, I've got to be loyal to Shakhtar and this and that. Every interview that's followed, it's been very specific, really. So we'll have to see, man. Did you see Etos' World Cup predictions? No, I haven't. Need a Pogba-type midfielder, go to El Avri or whatever that academy was. Thoughts on the Tony madness? Bro, it's looking mad, isn't it? (laughs) It's it? told these is looking bad. Like, 200-odd bets, it's looking bad. It's looking mad. And then I don't know if it's real, but obviously Twitter will have their jokes. I'm seeing highlights come up where he's handballing it in, in the box. He's so mad, though. But who's niche, though? Like, Chinese, it must have been Chinese whispers. He told one person, oh, bro, don't tell no one. Just slap a quid on this. My man went, oh, he told his friend, don't tell no one, don't tell no one, don't tell no one. And before you know it, the whole world. And then there's there's, a, there's that one brother who hots up the thing, and it's all gone, but 200, on. But if he just tried to make innocent... If he just tried to make innocent people make some money, I don't care, man. I'll be real. I I do not care, but I remember there was an Arsenal coach who got begged for was it Mesut Ozil's move? Obviously, it wasn't a first team coach, but obviously, if I can remember correctly, and I've actually spoken to this this coach as well, so I won't reveal his name. Like he was the I sent. I swear I told you a lot before. I sent must have been about 20, 30 letters to all different scouts, coaches, everyone, and this guy. The only one who replied, and he called man, and that. We had a conversation, but I'm pretty sure when Mezit Ozil moved, obviously you're privy to certain information. I think he put a couple quid down. If he was trying to make his, his people them eat and make people eat, then I don't mind. But 242 sounds a bit mad. Maybe they're throwing a couple more recall cases on him, throwing a lot of shit so it sticks on him. But I don't know, man. What I would say is you can't be moving that loose. And if I'm devil's advocate, not to big up Southgate, but did Southgate know what madness was, was pending? And he said, you know what? In the grand scheme of things, you know, I, you shouldn't be doing it. But there are certain managers who, you know, are beating up people and beating up their teammates and being jail and being racist and they're still in the game. So I'm not going to cancel a man for doing up gambling, man. You know, but Tony, the rap sheet don't look good. You're saying F the club that you play for. Smash the like button, people. You're getting bagged for that. Moving loose, man. Bro, Tony's letting the man them eat, bro. Rising energy bills. Didn't you see them come out today about the tax thing as well? Well, when are trying to eat, man? Can't begrudge it, man. But yeah, it's mad. I like John McGinn. He's, he's, I like him. He's not really doing what he used to, but I like him. I mean, that team. No, Harlan's not gonna go on loan. They just want some publicity. They know damn well it's not. We all know it's not gonna happen. They just wanna go go viral. Fair enough, you know. Closed mouths don't get fed. So if you don't open your mouth, you never know. But yeah, man. It is too much for Modric still. Rodrigo De Paul, I would like to revisit that one there, man. But the World Cup might re, you know—the World Cup might remind people of his talents, or the World Cup might remind Simeone to give him a chance. You know, I wanted him at Arsenal when he was at Udinese. If he is available, then that's someone I'm on. Really, you know, I think he fits what we're looking for. But yeah, would you accept Ronaldo for six months? Personally, I wouldn't, but love to know your views. It's a difficult one because I know I always do this, but yes and no. Yes, because bloody hell, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Like It's Ronaldo. We just need someone that can score goals and hang in the box, which he could do. You know, it's Ronaldo. A lot of things young players could learn. But then again, you know, the wages, the baggage he comes with. You know, Ronaldo hasn't got the legs to play the pressing game. Mikel Arteta does. So you're either going to have to tweak things and overcompensate a bit more on the other 10 players. Obviously, for Mikel Arteta, you know... He's a big character. There's not Ronaldo strikes me is someone that if he believes in the thing, you'll shut up. But he's someone that's been managed under, you know, numerous great coaches, you know, Newt Jose, this guy, that guy, Alex Ferguson and the third. He might look at Arteta like, who's this guy? Yeah, you've done a couple of things at Arsenal, but who are you really? And, you know, we've we've already got some of them figures out of the club. We might be getting back in it. So with the wages, with the potential baggage, with what you know comes with Ronaldo, it's a myth, man. But you know, if you're just looking at it. Basically, Ronaldo, yeah. It's Cristiano Ronaldo, man. <laughs> you know, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Big up, S. Big up. Think Tony's getting stitched. Hope there's nothing in it. Just got my tickets for me and my son to watch Arsenal versus Leon and AC Milan. Nice break from watching the ish England will serve up. Big up yourself. One love to your son. Hopefully, you lot. You know, first and foremost, you know, safe travels when you do go and you enjoy the game, man. You are not ramping. You done the ace. Ronaldo needs to get off the block. Different takes Jewsbury Hall, or Sanson at Villa. Sanson's techie still, but Brexiting, Drewsbury Hall, man. I like him. He's not... I don't know why I like him. There's nothing flashy about him, but I like him. I think he's got a decent engine. There's just something to like about Drewsbury Hall in midfield. Like, I, I wouldn't say first choice, but yeah, man. Yeah, I don't like that chic guy, man. They're just chasing us away with this huge price tag. I can't believe this at all. Shame to Shakhtar. You say shame, but you can't begrudge them. But I think you're right in that. 110 bet accumulator probs counts as one is peak, but big him up, man. We can props get him cheaper, boy. Hella baggage, man. I rate him. If Eto said Cameroon's winning the World Cup, I hope he's right, man. I hope he's right, man. What's most you would pay for Calcedo from Brighton in January? Would you pay 60 mil? Oh, 60 mil is a bit mad, but if Arteta sanctions it, why not, man? Like 40 see what he could do. But he's been there two minutes, really, and they've made money off Cucarella. They've made money off uh, Ben White. You know, they could have made more, more money off Pesuma. Their hands were kind of tied in that the contract was running down. They probably want to hold on to their assets. Between January and the summer, they're going to probably have to sell Tossa. You know, he's contracted until 2023 with the option of 2024. They're going to have to do what they're doing, in it? And how many other appreciating assets? Lampy's not really doing much, but they've got Lampy. they've got Calcedo, probably a couple of others. Arsenal has to sign Mudruck in order to have good depth. I'm thinking you mean wing up what? Yeah, man, Mudrick would be calm. It'd be calm, man. It'd be calm, but I can't I don't know. I can never see these things happening. Like but I wanna be proven wrong, man. Getting quite tired of seeing Madrid's name linked with Arsenal at this point. Lie to us, like link us with Lionel Messi. Just throw a bit of variety in there, man, please, um, if I'm completely honest with you. With that, though, folks, should we look at the latest news? Let me make a timestamp there actually isn't that much, if I'm completely honest with you when I've done a quick Google search. Let's type in Arsenal again. Lie to us, man. Say us Neymar wants to join us. He wants a new challenge or something. Don't know what that means. Matt Smith, give it a go. Call it a day, my brother. Sorry, people. I'm just seeing other links. Might as well slap them on. All right, let's start. Let's start with actually what matters, people. And that's Mudrick stuff. Oh, screen ain't shared. Share, smash the like button if you haven't. Arsenal target Mudrick upset with 100 million euro valuation from Shaq to the net And if I'm completely honest with you, I'm pretty sure that uh, Fabrizio Romano said that the asking price is more like 50 to 60. odd. I don't know that. I'm going to actually, before we carry on, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find that. Well, where did I see that? Pardon me. So we'll have to draw whatever. Concludes. Every you know, mad fees. Some more conservative. Some more ambitious. They're going to keep getting. They're going to keep getting thrown away, isn't it? R- around really. We're not going to know the truth or what's going on really until you know he either signs for us or doesn't or doesn't sign for us. Where is it? Yeah, apparently. Oh no, that's not it. Yeah, I can't find that at this moment in time, people. For Romano would ask me. i really want to find that. Like, i mentioned it i should i should have had it to hand but i don't so we're gonna have to keep it moving okay okay maybe we're doing all right so yeah let's 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 start that again sorry folks now that i've got everything let's update that timestamp cut out the tosh so when i cut this but yeah as i said let's get into the latest news i don't know why the screen just just came off there but all right cool let's get it back uh, as you look as i was saying and as you lot saw briefly mudrick is upset with the 100 million euro valuation from shaq to the next arsenal transfer target michael michaelo admits he was shocked and upset by shaq to the next valuing him at 100 million in brackets 87.5 so maybe they're doing that so they can get the 50 but as you know, the 21-year-old has attracted interest from several clubs across Europe in the summer and his performances for Shakhtar in the Champions League this season have made him increasingly in demand ahead of the January transfer window in which, you know, hopefully we get him and Danilo Telemans in the summer. I, I do want Telemans sooner rather than later if we do want him, but yeah. Arsenal have been heavily linked with a with a move for Mudrick, but the Gunners could now be put off after the Shatters director of football Dario Serna, the former fullback, suggested this week that the winger could command a transfer fee of 100 million euros, which is 87.5 million pound allegedly. If somebody wants. Otherwise, the president of the club will not sell him. All the clubs must respect the president, respect Shakhtar. And in the end, they must respect Mudrik, who is one of the best players I saw. I mean, he's been gassing up his to I saw the price is so big, the market is depending is deciding the price, not me. And I can't begrudge them, you know. If you see some of the fees and he's listed some, I'm not saying some players aren't or aren't worth I can't begrudge them for wanting top money. Anthony Grealish, they are players of more than 100 million. And for me, Modric does not have less quality than them. Yeah, but the Dutch league is stronger than Shakhtar. And Grealish might not have the numbers, but yeah, the same logic. This is the last two transfers in the past year in more or less the same position. Sancho from Dortmund, we want just respect. The market is deciding the price, not me. It shows which kind of players cost this money. And that's telling you we've got a young winger. Other people are buying buying and selling young wingers for big money. So we want to be involved. And then he said, you know, when asked about Sar- Sana's bold statement, apparently Mudric told Sports Arena, Yes, I read this interview. When I found out about my price, I wasn't just shot surprised. I was shocked now. i being serious now. You, your advisors, Shatter internally, you've had discussions about how much they 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 want for you, what sort of price you're available to go for. proof here but let's just humor it and take it at face value potentially and again you got to remember people this is all mind games you know as we gear up to january just like with the ronaldo interview it's all mind games as i said Mudrik is speaking with zinchenko's wife obviously he's probably speaking indirectly with zinchenko you know they're doing what they can for arsenal you know he's been speaking to ben jacobs a few months ago you know every week there's a new interview whether it's his agent shakta or whatever so they're doing what they need to He said, I have a long term contract with Shakta. I give all my strength and the energy so that Shakta achieves maximum results. I really hope that my game would bring great benefit to Shakta and that clubs from top European championships would be interested in me. I spoke with my agent, and I know that in the summer there were several offers for me from clubs in top European championships, but the club decided not to let me go. And I took it as absolutely normal because I I fully trust Shakhtar's management. You see, I treat the Championship of Ukraine with all respect, but every footballer has a dream to play in a top club and in a top championship. I am no exception. So what does that tell you? I'm doing... Smash the like button, people. I'm doing my job. I'm acting with integrity, but I want to elevate. Like in life, you can't begrudge people for wanting to elevate. But I'm 100% sure that they are unlikely to buy a player from the Championship of Ukraine for 100 million. Sergi the Anod- Polly of Key, forgive me for mispronunciation, says the time will come, maybe so. But I have my opinion that for such an amount, this time will not come soon, maybe never. Again, yeah, because of where you're playing, you know, even if you probably score a million goals in the season. After reading the interview of the director, I will not hide that I was very upset. To the top championship, which I so dreamed of. I can't say that my dream was killed, but wounded, that's for sure. And we've got to remember, everybody's saying everything. Now's the time. Obviously, people are having indirect conversations and there's many moving parts in the transfer, but it's not January. So everybody's. it's, it's, it's probably half-truths from everyone, from him, from his agent, from Shakhtar, from clubs interested. There's a lot of mind games and, and all these things being played. But I'm a professional. I'm a Shakhtar player. We have a few difficult games left in the Championship in which we must win and I'll do... And I will do my best for that. Fair enough, man. That's that's all he can do. People allegedly Arsenal will soon enter into contract negotiations with Charlie Paterno to renew his contract. It's understood the Gunners have the option to activate a two-year extension on the deal. Barca are waiting for news and is following the situation. So yeah, let's get that done. Allegedly Cedric could report Arsenal. Sorry, could reportedly sell Cedric in the January transfer window. Villarreal, Fulham, Bayern Leverkusen showed an interest in Cedric over the summer, and there have already been some contacts between the player's agent and clubs interested and I think he gave a good interview about his dream was always to play for Arsenal big up to you for achieving it's time to go in it you know it really is time to go respectfully to you again are we weak at right back if Cedric cuts probably but yeah sorry people drillings are going down got workers over here um but yeah and apparently interested. Fulham, Bayern Leverkusen, Villarreal are interested in signing Arsenal defender Cedric Suarez in January. Sources have told ESPN, Fulham are believed to be leading the race at this stage, although no formal offer has been submitted. So for you, at least you'd get to stay in England and London specifically and all those sort of things, really. You can leave with your head held high, Cedric, but for me, you do need to leave. I understand if Arteta wants to keep you as a body, but I don't, respectfully, I don't really have much faith in you. Sources said Cedric is focused on Re-establishing himself With Arsenal Lull, But would listen to offers If Mikel Arteta Indicated he was no longer Part of his plans Any potential move Would likely be along With an option Or obligation To sign him permanently I mean with Him being contracted Until 2024 It's probably Can we move him permanently Because You know Big up El Nene I mean not El Nene uh, Pablo Maria on his recovery But we're all hoping That Monza stay up Purely because it becomes An obligation to buy him Bloody hell But he needs to cut out in it, you know. I can't begrudge him, he's living his dream, he's clearly happy at the club. He's got a lot of Portuguese speakers and things. Obviously, at the club, there's a lot of good relationships, you're earning a decent amount of money, you're living in London from and you're getting on a bit from a life point of view. I could, I can't begrudge you for wanting to stay, but you should have never been brought in, really, if I'm completely honest with you. You know, if I'm honest, it was a cheap signing, same way Tomi was me. with Cedric, when you cut corners, you're not going to get players that are really good. And with him, with Marie, with a couple of them, it takes a lot of effort to move them on. Saka um, has obviously been doing some charity work and has funded 120 life-changing surgeries for children in in Kano, Nigeria. The operations took place in mid-October and were a success. So thankfully, thank God that the operations were a success. Hopefully these kids can, you know, have no barriers to, you know, becoming the best human. Well, I say humans. Bakayo Saka, man. You know, you don't have to do charity work, but it is nice to see. And obviously, he might play for England, but last time I checked, the name Bakayo and Saka, you know, weren't exactly English names, so he's not forgotten where he's came from and he's giving back. And you don't know what one of these kids go on and do. They might do something greater than football. Or, or something out there. You never know, really. And it's nice to see that it's been a success, really. So, yeah, big up, Saka, for that, man. That's some real guy stuff. Allegedly, you know, we haven't been linked with the Corinthians defender, Robert Renan, for a hot minute, but we have again. Renan has been attracting interest from several clubs, including Arsenal, Purdy Express, but there haven't been there hasn't been an official proposal for him, only inquiries which are expected at this time of year. So, I wouldn't expect anything anytime soon. In his case, what's this? Matt Smith eyes one more go at Arsenal. It's over, bro. How much time have you been on the bench and not played? Big up you. I, listen, I hope you did, but it's, it, you. come on now. You, 22 or so, you need to go, man. You've been on a couple of decent loan spells as well. need to grow up a bit. I know you've been at Arsenal from like eight, nine years of age. You're technically in the first team. It can be hard. You know, you're probably earning a decent wage a week, but it's now time to grow up and play real world football, really. It won't quite be Arsenal, but yeah. Matt Smith says he wants to give it one more go at Arsenal after a string of loan moves. Look at the centre mids we want to bring in. Look at those that are ahead of you. Look, you're not in... You're not in... You're not in the shouts. It's just not going to happen, lad. But again, I don't work for Arsenal. What can I tell you? There's a difference between being patient and being on nonsense. But he said, being patient and needing to wait for your opportunity can be frustrating for any player. And I mean, Mikel Arteta probably, you know, your agent, your parents, you, you know, you're just a body. You didn't even come get on against Brentford. Young 15-year-old Ethan did. But you didn't. When have you played? You've, you've been like the Haylen boys last season, where they were just on the bench and not playing. You need to progress. I, but I want as many Haylen boys to come through as possible. So I hope to God I'm wrong, you get an opportunity. But I'm, I don't f- think Arteta does the lion thing like that beyond the necessaries managers do. I think he's told you specifically, you're not playing ahead of El Nene. Cole, Smith, Rowe, probably missing out one. They could all play eights ahead of you. And that Fabio Vieira off the bench with Xhaka plays ahead of you. Xhaka and Partey are ahead of you. We want a couple of midfielders. You know, Charlie Paterno, probably ahead of you. You you are good enough to play senior professional football. It's not going to, you know, you might have to wash your own kit and it's not going to quite be the nicest season of Arsenal. But I don't, I think you're at this point you're frustrating yourself, needing to wait for an opportunity. And again, I can't begrudge you for wanting to play and learn from Mikel Arteta for what it's worth, you know, but... And needing to wait for your opportunity can be frustrating for any player. But the key is how you react to having to be patient. Amen. And that's massive for the boss with the values that he has. You have to find a way to make that frustration a good thing and use it in training to show that you really want it. Sulking and keeping your head down is not going to benefit you in any way. Facts, fact, every day is an opportunity to press and show the boss that you're ready. So every single time I go with the first team, that's what I try to do. I enjoyed all three of my loans and obviously gained a lot of experience and developed as a player massively from then. But when it came to making a decision on where to play my football this season, I knew I wanted to give it one more go at Arsenal. OK, so we're approaching January, you know, December's around the corner. How much time have you played in the first team? How much time have you been on the bench? Anything can happen, you know, and Eddie's show, Eddie, completely different, but Eddie's showing why patience is, 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 is vital. But sometimes you need to be open to other things. So, yeah, give it one more go, my guy. I think sometimes it can be forgotten that the reason players go out on loan is to develop as a person, as a player, and ultimately come back with a view to make it in the first team. That's what was the ambition for me. I feel like I've done my time out on loan. I could have gone out again, but something about that didn't feel right. So I didn't think it would do me any harm to give it a go and stay here until January at least. So January at least, keep it. You got to keep moving, my guy. I'm not trying to be harsh, but it's a myth. Bellerin has been voted boss. Shock, horror there, but big up to him. Endrick's father has denied plans, denied reports of plans to visit Real Madrid. There's no travel scheduled. Arsenal were linked with him a few weeks ago. Where, you know, Chelsea looked like anyone in England they're gonna buy him. PSG are onto him, and all these sick Brazilians they all end up in Spain at Real Madrid. So I don't imagine he'll be any different, but. I don't think Arsenal have 50, 60 million to spend on a young 16, 17 year old who can't play here until he's 18 and park that off without addressing more immediate areas. So never give up. we got Brazilians and that, you know, hopefully Gab Jesus can do something and Martinelli can chat to him and all these things. But myth, uh, absolute, absolute myth. 100 percent. Arsenal player says he's no longer injured and is ready to play. Apparently, you know, I think I read this earlier and he was speaking about how he was almost on the verge of tears and listening to his said 100% no limitations smashing balls again why all good okay fair enough but there was a there's a there's a there's an article where he speaks about is this it yeah oh my gosh so what we can do if we're gonna read that sorry folks we need to switch over to safari because i'm obviously To Safari, um to, to uh the Athletic on Safari, and then we go over there. I also think Arsenal's completely off topic, but I think Arsenal, a couple of Arsenal games have been rescheduled as well, people. Um, just because I've got it up here. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I think the Spurs, Spurs and United games have been rescheduled for television people in January. But I just want to see specifically what this guy said. It's what this is it. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. I was actually, like, on the border of tears. I know that sounds a bit soft, but I've never had to do that before. I've never had to really listen to my body and feel like maybe it wasn't the right move to push through something because I've pushed through many injuries in my career, many little niggles, and that might have held someone else out. That's never been my MO. So to go against everything that was ingrained in me and look out for myself was challenging, and that can be hard in professional sports. And in life, and what, he's the same age as me, 27. Like, we're at that weird age now where... Obviously, I think I'm Superman, innit? Like, I think I'm Superman. I don't get injured. I don't get ill. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. I, I as, as a non-footballer, it's a humbling experience. Like, actually, like, when I was a little kid, I only had proper injuries like swollen ankle, slightly fractured ankle, proper things like that. Now, we play Sunday League, I wake up the next day, everything's hurting, you know, just just the thought of it. You could probably see me grabbing my hamstrings. My word. So, yeah, it makes sense. And it's a humbling experience. And honestly, how you look after yourself defines longevity of life, let alone a footballer. You know, Ronaldo is the best example of that. I know that my opportunities are few and far between on the pitch. Damn also the way that the game was building up against psv away it was a game that i felt like i could have gotten out there and done very well it was a game that would have played to my to some of my strength shot stopping defensive actions i knew that was an opportunity for me to show myself and that was part of the reason it was hard, it was so hard for me to go out there and say that i couldn't go fair enough man big him up and i think former American goalie, has been saying he hasn't improved since he signed for Arsenal and, he's you know, he should look to leave and things. And you might be right, you might be wrong. But what I would say is Matt Turner's not an idiot. You know you've got Ramsdale who we just spent £30 million on. You could say current, even though he's not in the squad, in Leno. But you're not playing ahead of him. Like, it's the reality of the situation. So, big up yourself. Um, This was from yesterday, but yeah, apparently Zinchenko as well as Xhaka and four or five other players had a stomach bug in the Wolves game, which makes that even more impressive. Bench Arsenal man pushes for January exit as agent contacts Premier League European suitors. So I think this is just centred around um, Cedric a bit more. Cut, bro. 31 goal play. But at 31, I can't begrudge you if you want to get your loyalty bonus, get your weekly wages at Arsenal. You're happy in London. It's your dream. Portuguese speakers, Mikel arteta likes you. It's a nice working environment. I can't begrudge you if you want to do that. But for Arsenal, I me mean, cut out, man. Like just cut out and bring a right back. You can do this. You got Tommy Ass, you got Ben White out there. Maybe bring in one natural out and out right back again. Um, if I'm completely honest with you. Um where is the article on my man in Rodrigo Bacon or whatever his name is? That's what we need to be looking at. Shout out to you, look. There we have that. But then again, cold water's kind of been, depending on where you read this, people, cold water's kind of been poured on several, several things. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Do that. Uh, do that. Uh, sorry folks but yeah getting back into Rodrigo in fact there is there should be one more thing here that we need to look at as well especially in relation to this Donny shout out to Saka for that we've already seen that ain't we folks so what's the point showing you lot that again um so yeah this is why everything's got conflicting reports what's this we saw that yesterday I should really be cutting off my old Things in that, but yeah, Arsenal and Tottenham both ready to bid thirty million for Rodrigo Beacon. Now, from what I've seen, decent defender, six foot odd, 80 months left on his deal. Could be all right, you know. Not a left-sided centre back, so I don't really believe it, but and and he's a bit of an exception to the rule in that he's like 26, 27, 28. So he's not like early 20s, mid-20s, like the rest of them. So maybe it's a it's a case of exploiting the fact that he's 18 million, he's cut price, is what it is, really. You know, how long have we been following him for? How long has he been at Udinese? But didn't Pablo Marie spend time out there? If the loan manager was out, was was watching Pablo Marie, maybe he said, oh, you know what? I was doing a loan report for Pablo Marie like you asked me, Gaffer, Mikel, and I saw this defender. He's all right. You should have a look at him. I'll put some clips together for you then. Maybe Mikel looked at these clips and said, you know what? The clips are good. Let's... I want you to go watch him. Apparently, he has 18 months left on his contract on New Year's Day. Maybe that's where the Arsenal and Spurs rumours are coming from. Maybe Arsenal or Spurs and or Spurs want him legitimately. You know, he joined Udinese in 2019. He's played over 110 um, uh, games in all comps. Um, Apparently, the report claims the 26-year-old, whose current contract expires in 2024, is yet to reach an agreement with Udinese to put on an extension. Maybe that's where the Arsenal and Spurs and anyone else links. He apparently has been offered a new deal with an improvement in salary, but Biko apparently wants wages on par with the two clubs, two with the club's two biggest stars, Pereira and Delafeo. So that's where you're coming from. And at 26 years of age, if he moves to Arsenal, Spurs or anyone, he would get better wages than maybe seeking over there. Talks between the players, reps and Udinese have stopped as a result. Next round of discussions has been pushed at least until the start of the next year, which is around the corner. That has opened the door for interested parties to make a move and reports claim that uh, Premier League trio Everton, Arsenal and Spurs, along with AC Milan are all interested. It has been further claimed that the three English clubs are willing to table a bid in the region of £13 million to sign him in January. So what happened to the indeed uh, rumours? I don't know, man. If we've done our scouting, then fair play. But then again, as I said, it depends where you read because Romano has said it's a myth. You know, Everton are currently not in talks to sign him. Uh, Arsenal and Spurs have been linked, but it appears that interest from the Toffees have died down. Apparently, Romano said Everton were interested in signing, obviously, my man during the summer, but have since called their interest. There are no talks ongoing between Udinese and any other club. So that tells you everything. Despite what you might be reading elsewhere, there are currently no talks between Arsenal and Spurs and Udinese for Rodrigo, Rodrigo Bico. What I can tell you is that he was an option for Everton last summer, but it's gone crazy. So that could be probably put to bed quickly. That's two defenders, but we've been linked with centre-halves. That might show you he's still committed to signing the centre-half. I mean, I know we didn't get Lissandro Martinez, and he do? He can, but when you looked at the time on transfer, Mark, the bulk of his games were as a centre-half. He played 12 times at the time in the summer for playing left-back. Now, Arteta can rework and make man play there, but him being left-sided and playing the bulk of his games at centre-half, you know, when we must have been scouting him, he's probably playing centre-half for Ajax at the time. So we probably do want a centre-back, if we could be real specific, a left-sided. But if a top-quality right-sided becomes available, it is well, it is. So there's building work going on. Apparently, Fabrizio Romano has provided an update, people, on the recent speculation between Arsenal and Mudrick. Mudrik would love to go to the Premier League, but his club won't be letting him go for the cheap. He would love to go to the Premier League, that is not a secret. He would love to go. He was dreaming of Premier League football when Everton offered in August. Bournemouth have been interested as well as Brentford. Arsenal have been interested. In August they wanted him. They had no they had negotiations but no official bid in August because Shakhtar wanted more than 50 45 million or 50 million. Now it is way more than this. I understand it is more than 60 to 65 million for Modric to move in Jan. My sources at Shaq the Next tell me there is no bid on the table. They say that we know about the interest. We know they are keen on... Arsenal now, the player would be opening open to move in January because he wants a new experience in a new club. And then, you know, again, I'm tired of seeing these reports, people, but when we did look at things, you know... Apparently he said, "I think every guy dreams." This was this has to be Ben Jacobs' comments. Yes, I think every guy dreams about playing in the Premier League. Arsenal's a very good team, very good coach. I like the way they play. Yes, from my side, I can't say no. But a transfer is not only my decision. And yesterday we saw, we, we, you know, yesterday the day before the interview was in wife. The soundbites where he said he'd pick us over Real Madrid, kind of alluded to he's more likely to play here and that he kind of wants to move in January. Is what well, it is. He's got eight goals and eight assists from 16 outings, people. Good for a 21-year-old. He scored three goals and got two assists in the Champions League. And, yeah, this was his comments from early. He said, from a purely hypothetical perspective, if there was an option of being a bench player for Real Madrid or a starter for Arsenal, I'd probably choose Arsenal. And, again, he told the journalist who is married to Zinchenko, who they're all from the same country, Zinchenko plays for Arsenal. Couldn't be more coincidental, you know. Like, obviously, I am not privy to... Ukrainian media Clearly Miss Zinchenko Is a big dog In this thing Does the interviews But it can't just be Only her You know There's probably Other articles Other other journalists He could have spoken to Why would you pick her Maybe it's because She's great at her job Which probably is it But is it because of Who she's married to Not the fact that She's married to Zinchenko But he plays for Arsenal You're linked with Arsenal I'm not too sure so yeah, he said I check them. I I check on them on my score, and I know I can check on them when they're playing. I also watch them too. They are a very dynamic side in general, not just in controlling possession, but also scoring goals. I mean, he can say all of this till he's blue in the face isn't it. We don't put the bid down. We don't dot eyes and cross T's. You don't play for Arsenal innit? it. Um, this has to be the same thing, really. Shakhtar are not selling Midrick for 40 million euros in brackets 34.8 or 45 million, 39 million. They want around 60 to 65, which is about 52 to 56, not less than that. It's not going to be easy, but Arsenal are still interested. They have contacts with his agent, so it could be an interesting opportunity for them. So, what does that tell us, people? There's an element of whatever he's seeking in terms of a contract, the length of the contract, the bonuses, and them things, it's not a problem. He's open to joining Arsenal. It's clearly just for us, maybe other clubs, but for us, based on what we read, get a bid and, a better yet, a fee agreed with Madrid's club. Easier said than done. But, yeah, hopefully this is the last time I speak on Donny, man. Probably not. But, yeah, man, at this point, either sign for Arsenal or retire, man. Like, you, you know what? You're like MV now. You played for Arsenal Football Club, in my opinion. You've got nothing else. Shout out to Arsenal Buzz for keeping up to date with the news. But where that's concerned, it don't feel like... There you you have it right there, essentially. What have you lot been saying? I tried to get through it with kind of ignoring you lot just because it makes it easier when I cut it up. And obviously someone's just watching the 20 minutes and things, they stay on task. But yeah, man, I think we've said everything there is to say about him there. If there's any other news, then bring it come, people. 129 likes, very appreciative of that. Keep running that up. If we can't get Madrid, maybe we can go for Mitoma, even though he's been here two minutes. You're talking about the Brighton, lad. He looks decent, but I don't have an informed opinion. Pavard wants a new contract. Maybe Arsenal. I'm on it. Yeah, the K guy, Neil. Yeah, him, him. Karachi Vila. I can't say his name, but the Georgian lad. He's lit, man. He's lit. He's the truth. Good. Good afternoon, Graham. Appreciate, the, you know, everybody tuned in. We've got Sierra Leone in the building. Is the price of Mudrick realistic or just rumours? It's got to be rumours. Well, I mean, the, the director we just saw, he wants big money, but they're not stupid, isn't it? Like, they know they're not getting 100 million, but that don't mean they can't get 50. Hear that Fab tweeted, he thinks the price tag really around 65 million. What about Danilo's move? At this moment, it's gone, it's, it's gone cold. Would we take back... Pentacle. Pentacle plays for Spurs, so that's a myth, but if you could, why not? I don't get why clubs are so scared of fan channels, the voice of the people and easy access to dedicated fan base. They're missing a the trick. If the club gave access, they'd get massive respect. It all probably depends what platform, because I know a lot of clubs do a lot of good work with new media dons or, or whatever. Like I've, I've got a decent relationship with us—not Decent enough, but I've got a decent one. It all depends how you're projecting yourself online and things like that. And, and obviously, if you've been spewing hate about the club rightly or wrongly because everyone's allowed an opinion then naturally you know you know you'd love to be in a world where i don't know AFTV, the biggest fan channel there is or in my opinion there is um an arsenal you know big definitely biggest club there is there should be a medium thing but obviously everyone's allowed their opinion but some individuals have gone on there and moved a bit mad why would you want to associate with it to the point where vellerin you know what he said but probably not but i do believe they're missing a trick but even that, some fans don't want it. You know, I remember, you know, I remember Flex, the guy who does the United stuff, getting a lot of hate because he's getting to ask questions to the to the. I think at the time, Oli got a social, and his questions were great. As you said, them man know what the fans want to ask. As long as you're thorough, you're respectful, you're knowledgeable, you're doing what you did, then you should be able to. He actually has a good future. Very good player. Hear that? I'd rather get Liao. Why not? I feel like we should have tied down Martinelli before the World Cup. If he breaks out, his price could become crazy. I mean, his price should become crazy because if you want to buy him, they have to spend top money. He's contracted. He's got a two-year extension, so we should be in a position of strength. Cedric trying to focus on what? Arsenal's coaching badges completely forgot about that. No smoke without fire. He's definitely on moving to us. He could be on it, but Bearman have been on moving to us. And, you know, many before, mud many after. It's at this point, how much is he worth? How much do Arsenal think he's worth? Do we go and commit to him because again that's without talking about midfield and ultimately we don't know how much or how little there is to spend he's doing all he can but pff, honestly not a clue like realistically not a clue not a clue one love k as well so pff, who knows honestly man that like, is i'm just waiting for when it eventually comes crashing down man and as I said, for me, the priority, I'm not going to say Modric's not a priority because goals win games. If he can be a goal scorer, then he can win games. But once again, central midfield, like central midfield, people, we're going to get in trouble if anything happens on them sides. We need to look after central midfield. Just having a browse around the avenue, it don't seem like there's anything else of real note. On the topic of, of Martinelli for what, it, for what it's worth, cause just because he was mentioned, it's not that we didn't know this, but Fabrizio Romano said, Arsenal are still working on Gabriel Martinelli's new contract. Talks are ongoing as new deal for Brazilian star is considered one of the priorities. Negotiations will continue as current deal includes an option to extend until 2026. So he's tagged. We're in a, for once, we're in a position. The Abamian Meza Ozu, Alexis Sanchez, you know, many others as well. Respect for answering questions. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, shout out Zinchenko's wife. But again, you know, she's clearly a great sports reporter. But why her? She can't be the only one that you could have done a conversation with. Why her? If I'm playing devil's advocate, yeah, it's because she's lit at what she does, but her husband plays for the team you're being linked with. And I remember comments a few a few thingies ago about, oh yeah, we always joke about wanting to play together one day and these sort of things. So we'll have to, we'll have to see how that develops, man. Big up yourself, Tyler. So when you say midfield, ideally if you could bring in someone that can challenge part and Xhaka, why not? I'm more won an eight than a six, but I think six is more of a necessity at this moment in time. I think eight would be more of a luxury. I say that, you've seen even games where we've won, that an eight that can control proceedings is a way of defending. But I just think, can we cope without Xhaka being there? Probably not at this moment in time, but I feel a lot more comfortable with the options we've got playing at eight. If there's anything in a six, well, a couple of people could do a job there, a bit different, but we're in problems, man. I don't know about targets, man. There are reports in Brazilian training that Martinelli has been the standout so far. Keep going, Martinelli. I don't think that's going to make you start the first group stage game. But keep going. You're there for a reason. You're not there because you're a good guy. You're there because regardless of what... Obviously, you're not starting ahead of Neymar and all them guys. But... You know, and it must be humble beginnings. You know, in 2019, he was in the fourth division in Brazil. Now, in 2022, after becoming an Olympic champion in 2020 with Brazil, he's in. He's rubbing shoulders even with Dani Alves. who has been there, done it, wore the T-shirt, you know. But you're there for a reason. You're not there to be like us and do the fan thing. You're there for a reason because the manager believes in every one of them 20-odd players, whether you're going to play one minute or every minute, whatever that is for the whole World Cup campaign, that if we're called upon, you can make a difference. So he should do that, man. And enjoy it, man. How many play- Not many players can say they played at a World Cup, you know. Not many players can say they've won stuff in the grand scheme of things in terms of players to actually, you know, doing these things. So, you know, you're doing it as a, as a young man. Enjoy it because it could be over in a sec. Enjoy it. Remember when you was injured, long term injury, you couldn't get in the Arsenal team and things after making a positive start to your life at Arsenal. Keep going, man. This time last year, my man was going, oh, he needs to go alone, and oh, t- I don't like him. And People forget development. It, it takes forever to develop, you know. Anyone, some of you are probably learning new courses, doing coaching badges at uni, at college, you know, career change, bro. You don't just get them skills overnight. Football's no different. It takes an eternity to, to, to unlearn bad habits, which young players have because they're young players and promote discipline and discipline being good habits, just like in life. You know, if you want to wake up, you know, not everyone waking up early, for example. Obviously, of course, everyone wants to stay up all night, watch Netflix or do what they're doing. But you need to have discipline to know I need to be up at this time to be fit and fiery and whatever. Or eat right or things like that. That Alvarez done, wasn't he meant to go in Chelsea? He can play a number of roles. Bit of a different profile, but yeah, man, I hear that. To stay up to date with DJ when he goes live, follow him on Twitter and all the other socials. 100% Hundred percent, appreciate that. You didn't have to do that. You're so nice, Nightbot. So so nice. But yeah, man. I do think Cedric. Need, I I wouldn't actually sanction too many outgoings if I'm honest with you in January. If we can get away with Tommy Asu and Ben White, I say get away because if anything happens to Gabriel or Saliba, you're then gonna need to probably shift Ben White back over there or put Tommy Asu at centre back. And anything else happens, then you're in trouble because there's a respectfully to Rob Holding there's a massive drop-off. So I do think we could benefit with a more so a right-back now. In the summer, I would have said right and left-back. I still maintain that, but I'm more on a right-back. Another centre-back wouldn't go amiss. You know, long-term, a winger, a mid, another striker, a couple of midfielders in there, maybe a backup goal, it would be all right. But, yeah, I wouldn't sanction too many exits. If you could bring in a cut, like Cedric, you could go. Matt Smith, you could go. Marquinhos, you could go and loan. Nelson, there's a decision to make, regardless of how he's been playing in the last couple of games. Uh, Lekonga, if someone could say we could give you 20 odd games, then I think that's a serious conversation to have. But at this point, Laconga's kind of done himself dirty because, respectfully, to Laconga, wanted to play football. But you need until midfielders at least one midfielder rolls in, he has to stay because that's what we've done last year. We, we we had a frail squad and whatever Norton Coffee right back next season, very ambitious. Hope so. Probably wishful thinking, in my opinion. I don't think he's ready. He's ticking along in the right direction. I don't know if he's of the required technical level to really have a future at Arsenal, but give him time, man. You know, you throw him into Arsenal next next season, I don't think he's ready. Or if he isn't, you're going to have to give him that scope to learn the tricks and trades. But he's developing in the right way. Chelsea brought Zachariah and Don't even use him over Loftus cheat. Give us the DM. We will actually use him. Big up the night, but each and every time. Nearly as consistent as DG himself. I'm only consistent because of you lot's support, man. You lot didn't support it. So thank you very much. Journey to 100K subs. And actually, I was up earlier looking at storytelling, really. How can you tell stories better on YouTube? Appreciate that, my dude shout sierra leone man but yeah man the way cronkey spending america and the position we are in they might just make a big splash in jan i can only hope let's go for the title i'd love to go for the title but let's just for me just focus on confirming champions league football until it's mathematically confirmed we can't finish out of them top four places i can't think about the league if arsenal are in a title challenge because i don't look at the league table last time i checked in august we just need to keep working hard really um and yeah, man. I, I I think there is consistency in how the Cronkays are running their business, but they don't seem that emotional and, and maverick-y breaking when it comes to Arsenal. But at the same time, the last two seasons, three if you include this one, I don't think you can blame the Cronkays for not spending. Money's been spent. If we have or haven't got Champions League football or whatever, I think it's been on the technical or manager, whoever they've been at any point in time, just like if we failed this year. Tyler, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think, scout me, find me a striker that's a target, man. little bit of pace, target, man. You know, someone like Giroud would be perfect for the squad. Like I was saying earlier about the example of away from home, someone that can dictate the tempo of a game, take the sting out of it, is a form of defence. Especially with us, you know, everybody seems to come short. If you've got a six-foot odd striker that you can just smack it into his chest, he can win fouls, bring the more technical players in. I would like that. Like you said, I would love Tony at the squad, but they'll price him out of a move and it just ain't happening, really. And, you know, he's on the Abamian thing with these scandals. It's completely different because he's trying to help people eat, allegedly, in this living crisis. But who knows, man? Just have to hope he busts his case. But it's an in- it's, a- it's an interesting one. And one thing that gives me confidence, not that I know anything, but we felt, you know, I do think, our summer kind of went a bit flat because we start, you know, preseason was doing the business. Zinchenko in early, Gabriel in early, maybe even somebody else. But I'm pretty sure just them to pardon me. Fabio Vieira early, involved in preseason. Vieira injured, but involved, you know, getting to grips with his new teammates. And then obviously it didn't work out for Neto, for Rafinha, for Douglas Luiz, probably missing out another name. And it ended a bit flat. But the moment that window closed and it became evident that... We didn't get to address every area we did. I hope Edu and his team specifically, because I don't know this, but you'd assume Edu has a little sub team that help him with whatever he does. And he delegates, delegates, delegates things. So with Arteta, if he's giving you the targets, try for this midfielder, that midfielder, that midfielder, that midfielder. Hopefully when the window shut in, in, in August or September, whenever we began putting things into place for now. And with what we're doing, allegedly, because I don't check the league table, with what we're doing in the league at this moment in time, in the halfway point, you know, this kind of tips the balance to be a bit more ambitious in targets, maybe convince convinces some players that might have been pessimistic on joining Arsenal to join the revolution, essentially. Jerry would be the perfect sub-striker for Arsenal, same way City had Edin Dzeko. Can't believe Tony's initial shout the members spell I bet. She couldn't write it. I mean, someone like De Young in the skill set, why not? Because you saw what a street smart striker did for us, but probably not him. But yeah, someone that's a, if someone that's a bit street smart. I do think we're we'll getting to that scenario where we might need to sign a bit, a couple of exceptions to the rules, like. Xhaka, Partey, they can still play for a number of years, but they're not necessarily going to be here to enjoy the fruits of our labour if we continue this trajectory. They're here for the present. What you do in the present sets you up for the future, isn't it? They're kind of here for the present. And what I mean by that is, you know, Mikel Arteta, respectfully, as a manager, is in—is—is—is a, is, is a baby, really and truly. He's very early in his career. The Martinelli's, the Sackers, them and they're early. I would say Odegaard, Jesus, Zinchenko, these lot are at the midpoint. Ben White, he's played more for Arsenal than Brighton already. We signed him off the back of one full season in the Premier League. This is technically going to be his third season once this is done, isn't it, in the Premier League? So these lot are kind of here for the long term. So I do think we're we'll getting to that scenario where we need a couple of players in whatever roles who are more on this instant thing, not not guys that always have to develop and learn and we're thinking about what they can be tomorrow rather than today sort of thing. If that makes sense, would you take Jimenez? Probably not. Shout out, Troy, blessings from Rainy Trinidad, top content, top guy, with even better fans and supporters, I don't like the word fans, supporters like you lot, man, DG Nation, I'm just the face of it, really, appreciate that, man, the jokes make themselves, if that I bet thing really is true, I wonder, do you know what, if he is, you know, because innocent until proven guilty and that, but how did they find how did they find out about this is it just flagged on a system i'm not too sure we'll have to see it don't seem like there's anything Apparently, Juventus will be playing Arsenal and Barcelona, and I will be playing them as well. Where is this? Anything else? Slow news day for Arsenal. You know, most exciting thing is well, it's not even exciting because we've heard it so much now, but it's probably Cedric might keep it moving. Apparently, people, as I was saying, apparently Arsenal. three people spurs against arsenal the second north london derby of the season will now kick off on the 15th of january at 4 30 and obviously been moved to be on sky sports we knew these things were going to move we always know they're going to move and then a couple days later arsenal versus man united at home so wait could you imagine if we won them i want revenge on united i would love to do the double over spurs and just win at shy heart lane but when's the last time we won there in the league man Irregular betting patterns in certain areas. Yeah, probably something like that. I do like single of Torino, but I'm not convinced on you in the back four. Madrid will be a Real Madrid player. Well, if he's going to be a Real Madrid player, that's great. Just make sure you've got Joe Blog, Simon Smith, you know, my man, this guy, that guy, whatever, Just several targets. Players don't always sign for you. Other things have to happen. DG, with reports, Edu is attracting attention from big clubs. Do you think he would be a massive loss? Also, if he did leave, would you bring back Misselintat or Campos? I'd bring Campos. I don't think it's always good to go back to previous relationships. So Tat is a great don and I'd consider it, but probably not. And it's nice to see, man. I can't lie. Like For me, obviously, we're now getting to see... What Edu really does because we're fans, we know what he does, but we don't see what you're doing in, in day in, day out. But it's nice to see players, the young players that you know, Saliba's, Martinelli, Sakas, linked with big clubs, Arteta, whether it's true or not, City apparently want you, Barca want you, you know, the director. You know, nobody wants shit, guys like it's nice to have people that are sorted, sorted, highly sought by in the industry. Um, but for Edu, you know, you haven't finished the work here, you know, you could leave winning the an FA and Community Shield, but. The work hasn't finished really here. And I don't think he, you know, there's some opportunities you probably can't turn down. But yeah, man, I think he'll stay for a bit, really. If you had to choose, would you rather be known for Prem success or Champions League slash Europa League success? Are you talking about winning? If you're talking about winning the Champions League, Biggest biggest club competition in the world. Champions League, you know, we all wanted to be footballers. Clearly didn't work out for me. That was my one, you know. I wanted to win the Prem, of course, Like if you ever got to play Premier League. But my thing was always the World Cup, the Champions League. The World Cup's the biggest one, the Champions League. The champs, bro. You know, the champs, bro. Like, the champs. The champs. Like, it's the champions. It's the champions. The Champions League, man. I don't know, Mohamed, if Arsenal's going to sign anyone, man. We're not privy to any information. We're just going to have to speculate and go over any emerging news we see. But the dream is free. The Arsenal sold separately, and TC you see people holding shirts, and TC you see, you know, them sort of things, there anything can happen? To be fair, Misslintac came at a rubby time, though, man. And he could have, he could have made peas off Mavropanos. Edu still hasn't sold anyone and made a profit yet. That's also that's also true. Cause you can't be just ripping up contracts. That is also true. Hopefully, sales get a bit better. Vardy, obviously, he's a Premier League winner. So yeah, now I'm confused. I don't know what the. For example, Liverpool are more known for European success and City are the league. Well, I'm 27. I've seen my team win the league, innit? So if we could win some Champions Leagues, I'm all for that, innit? Really? Like, all agendas, bus case. Look at them look at, all them. look at all them Chelsea fans. Anytime I argue with my Chelsea supporting brethren, oh, but that player won the Champions League. And then he always proves that he's a hypocrite because then he'll turn around in another debate and say, oh, trophies are not everything. You can't always use that, but you do that. Man United dons in in, in secondary and primary. That's all they used to do to talk about dons like John O'Shea and that. So I want them agendas. I'll even, bro, if we won, if we was in the Champions League this season in an an ideal world then we won and and we won it and Cedric's there, I'm going to say you can't talk nonsense to Cedric. That's a Champions League winner as well as Euros. Vardy's a legend, bro, especially because, what, he was my age when he started playing in the Premier League, 27. Crazy. Needs a book written about him, really. DG, who would be your ideal signing in Jan? Don't think about money and feasibility of the deal. What players would you dream to have in this Arsenal squad? The dream is free to Arsenal sold separately. But if man are saying dream, Messi, Neymar and Mbappe, all them brothers there, it? the wavy ones. Valverde, Camavinga, all them kind of man there. Bernardo Silva, psh, Demk- Ruben Diaz, the guy from Napoli, the Georgian lad. Valverde. I know he's not playing good, but he's a he's a yard man. Raheem Sterling. If money weren't a thing, everyone blood. There's that every every player you could probably imagine. There's Jude Bellingham and that like, Vinicius, yeah, Vardy. I don't know why it's frozen, but Mudrick's done all he can to talk up interest to Arsenal, and the fact that he wants to leave in it because. You know, even if the Arsenal move doesn't happen, he's basically said, I want to cut, I want to play in the top championship as we went over. So if we sign him, great. If not, Vlahovic would be lit. I still believe in Vlahovic. I don't really care for his success or not having success in in Italy, but well, at Juventus, because he was in Italy already. But yeah, man, I still think there's a player there, man. It didn't happen. And I'm happy with Gabriel Jesus, but the ability to have... Like in my football manager team now, i got Vlahovic and Gab Jesus. Gab Jesus plays out wide occasionally and we keep it moving from there, really. Vlahovic just looks like a cold, in a footballing sense, a cold-hearted killer. I know it's not really working out for anyone at Juventus. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Juventus, I'd throw Chiesa in there. He doesn't play for Juventus, but he's from the country that Juventus play in. He would be lit for Arsenal. Since you said unrealistic, don't think about money in that that's what I would be saying if I'm honest with you, Broski. Who's a bigger legend, Vardy or Kane? I mean, Kane's got a fantastic goalscoring record, but for me, Vardy, just because his story is... Not that it all... You know, Kane didn't just jump on the scene at 18 years of age and start playing. He had his own adversity, loan spells. I think, if I remember correctly, either Pochettino or Tim Sherwood started playing him. I think he scored a burkey free kick against Aston Villa, and Harry Kane is Harry Kane of today, and it shows you that, you know... some strikers will do the business at 20 and whatnot not everyone who's not doing the business at 20 will develop later on in their careers but strikers do get into their best ages late like you know well i haven't even Mm -hmm. uploaded it but when i went on arsenal.com when when i went on arsenal i asked ali a a question and he said Mm -hmm. wenger said i'm pretty sure he said 27 28 um 27 28 um was when strikers come into their best form And I would say Vardy for me because he's a Premier League winner and his story is unique, bro. How much Don's goal from doing up semi... Not that it's irrelevant to the Premier League because this was prior to him in the Prem, but from semi-pro all the way up the levels. Like I said, 27 years of age when he started kicking a football in the Premier League. And to accomplish what Vardy has accomplished is ridiculous, you know? His wife does appear as someone that's dying to be Victoria Beckham, but... So right, and I mean bloody did, bro, you can't it's Vardy for me coming to this thing at 27, just shy of eight of three hundred appearances in the Prem, 285 appearances, and he's won the league. If we didn't know, 285. He's more prolific in the league than in the in the Premier League than the championship. You know, 134 goals and 49 assists in 285 games. That's ridiculous, man. At 27. Big him up for their FA Cup as well. If we could rival for Jude Bellingham, why not? But we need to shop in Aldi, bro. They're in Harrods. Arsenal need to get Kessier from from Barca. Quick time, good option for, and can play six and eight. Kessier's has eight. Ooh, it's a bit rub still. Vlahovic and Xhaka, would you you man are trying to cause a in to change? Yeah, I'm not gonna get into all that geopolitical stuff, like. Yeah, man, I am i don't know this, but I'm, they must, they can't be the first and they wouldn't be the first or the last people that have been from two separate countries that have allegedly having history and playing for each other. I can't comment on that because I'm not privy to it, but yeah. And he still has time to eat tobacco and, and, and drink Red Bull. Vardy's a legend, absolute legend. Do you prefer Tony or Tossart? Two very different players, but out of the two you've said, probably Tony. I like Tossart, but I just think Tony, I, I'd rather Tony. You know, he has shown he can score goals, played in the Prem. I think naturally you demote him to a rotation option. You do what you're doing with Gabriel Jesus. You have Tony in the squad, can manoeuvre with it. I'm here for it, man. Absolutely, absolutely here for it. So that's what I would say if I'm honest with you. If that answers your question, smash the like button if you haven't. People appreciative to those of you across YouTube and Twitch who have done such people. Don't know why football managers have been acting on Twitch, man. Been acting. No, I'm not saying that I'd rather a striker than a wide man because if you offered two separate names, you know, if, if there's a winger that you said that was better than a striker, that I thought I'd rather the winger. I actually more think we need a winger right now than a striker, even though, as I've said. I think you need a striker in that squad as well. I don't know if Eddie and Balogun will be good enough to do this thing. Right now, for this season, there's a massive drop off. Goals is one thing, but in terms of what Jesus does to Enketia, but I also think we need a wide man. But isolated to Tony or Tossa, I'm a big fan of what Tossa can bring to the table. But between them two, I'd rather elect for Ivan Tony, who's not, you know, he's had a, it ain't been easy for him to play Premier League. It didn't work out for him at Newcastle. He's been at Brentford and Peterborough. He's been at Peterborough's where I started taking him in. I didn't know he'd be a Premier League footballer, but it's where I started taking him in. I'm sure Ivan Tony's been at another club in in the intermediate with me saying that. You came through Northampton, then you went Newcastle. 232 betting breaches. Bloody hell, Tony, man. Bloody hell. 26 years of age, 27 next year. So he's entering that time. I was saying, he went on a few loans, you know, he went on numerous loans from Newcastle, Barnsley, Shrewsbury Town, Scunthorpe United, Wigan, Scunthorpe United again, Uh, Peter Bros, where, you know, he done, where I really was taking him in, and then Brentford is what he's doing now, isn't it? He's saying this, man. Barca could be another place to get top players who are out of form and the club is struggling financially, players like Rafinha and Dembele. Both of them are 24. I mean, there's rumours they're going to give Dembele a new deal. I mean, are they going to give up on Rafinha within six months of after signing him? And is he going to want to give up after it was his dream to sign for Barca? I'm not too sure. If they do want to sell, and we can, fair enough. But we was his third choice. Also, is Chelsea because they could offer Man Champions League. Um, And guys like Barca and Juventus always take with a pinch of salt when you hear that they're in financial difficulty. These lot have an incredible uh, ability to cook their books simply and hire them bookie accountants. So they can always... And as you heard Laporte say, they're, they're trying to find a compromise with La Liga. And La Liga's probably, in terms of just general entertainment, been at its lowest, you know. It's only Real Madrid. There's no, you know... There was a time, you go back maybe five, six years ago, it might even be later than that. You, no one wanted. Like I'm an Arsenal fan. In the grand scheme of things, I've got nothing to do with what's going on over there. But there was a time you could not miss El Clasico. Now, nah, if you miss El Clasico, it's not that. Like, if, if I miss El Clasico, which has been it, because it's not on TV like that. Just watch it on highlights, regardless of what happens. So Spanish league is dying. You ain't really got Atletico doing bits and pieces. Yes, they. have You know, Real Madrid are winning in Champions League. I'm sure a Spanish team. I'm sure Villarreal not too long ago won the Europa before Frankfurt. So. It's in their best interest to help them out to ultimately make that league competitive. Obviously, when you talk about the riches of the Premier League running away, not just the top six, but the other teams now, Newcastle with their new owners and just the money that the Premier League generates. So, yeah, man, is what I would say in relation to that, if I'm honest with you. You need two rooms for Ronaldo, one for his body and two for his ego. (laughs) That was funny still. On that note, though, people, I'm going to love and leave you lot, you know, we're just shy of 90 minutes. It's been amazing to speak about mudric, general comments, etc. If you haven't subscribed or hit the like button, please make sure you're doing such people. Big up the Glaswegians as well, my guy. Appreciate the Scottish, you know, T N E F C and that. and um, that. It's been fantastic being here with you lot. I'll be back tomorrow. And don't forget Sunday's World Cup business. Check out the description for timestamps and my social media. Make sure you're checking out my playlist and my other videos. You lot stay blessed. Stay safe. In fact, before that, is there any Want to raid on Twitch? I know Rance is in Manny. Nah. So it's a myth. But yeah, no one's online. So it's a bit of a madness. It's trippy. I got them charged, got over them charges. You'd be alright. Bro, you get over that, man. But yeah, man, you lot stay blessed, stay safe. Thank you for being here with me. Most importantly, stay fit and healthy. Protect your loved ones. And I'll see you lot again, man. One love. <laughs> <laughs> Bendy, Bendy, like given easy, 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 Ah, that's a oh, Tons of Tons of Tons of Tons of Tons of Oh, Thank right. <wouldn't> you. I guess yes, right. oh oh okay, right, uh, right, this oh, oh, oh. oh. right. right back Charlie Oh. Right. Right.